Good afternoon, WVCP listeners. Welcome to the Vol State Chat. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. I work in the public relations office here at Vol State. The Vol State Chat is a weekly talk show that takes you inside the college to let you know what's happening both in our academic programs and also with our activities and public events. I'm joined by our student co-hosts, Chloe Duvall and Winnie Combs. So guys, how was your spring break? It was pretty good. It was very short. It felt short, I guess. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they always do, don't they? Yeah, they always do. The snow came out of nowhere. Um, but I've kind of learned to just not be surprised with weird Tennessee weather anymore. Oh, but it was yeah. kind of fun to have a snowy spring break. I got snowed in for a few I, days. I did not have a snowy spring break. I had a sandy spring break. Oh, and very a, nice. Where were you at? Uh, I was at, in Florida near Tampa, but I had a lobster spring break. I got really, really oh, crispy. Oh, you got big. Yeah. It was bad. It's okay, though. <laughs> yes, I almost ran into that, too. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. Um, and it's good to be back. Uh, join us now is Arlo Hall and Nan Blomgren, both from the English department here at Vol State. And we want to talk to you guys about uh, English classes in a moment. But first, we're here to promote a uh, really interesting speaker we have coming to campus. So, Arlo, can you tell me a little bit about the visit of uh, University of Alabama professor Joshua Rothman? And he's coming here on March 23rd. Yeah, Joshua Rothman is a historian at the... Uh, at University of Alabama, uh, Birmingham, right? I knew that, I knew that. Uh, who has written uh, a history of local slave traders in Sumner County, uh, specifically Isaac Franklin and John Armfield, who were very prominent slave traders in the, uh, right at the end of the slave trade. Yeah, and to get really specific about it, these guys are local guys. Yeah. So uh, really, uh, we were talking about Isaac Franklin is a fellow who had his um, uh, plantation just down the street from Ball State uh, here in Sumner County, and his partner was uh, over there in Hendersonville, or what is now Hendersonville. So um, it seems that, that Rothman's trying to, uh, it's going to sound strange, but humanize these men um, because that's important, and, and it's important to show that they're real people. Um, tell me a little bit about, um, you know, the, the book in terms of the, the story that he's telling. Well, you know, you would think that this would be, a, in, in a lot of ways, a story of sort of a, a monstrous, uh, uh, you know, barbaric uh, tradition that we don't, that we no longer, that we no longer uh, practice. But in, in a lot of ways, they're presented as just sort of uh, mainstream uh, businessmen, right? Upstanding citizens, part of parts of the community. Yeah, I mean, this is big business. So that they were uh, basically, and it seems strange because you hear about slave trade and you're thinking, well, that's stuff that's done in uh, Charleston or in, in uh, Savannah in terms of uh, slaves coming to the United States. But these guys are pretty instrumental because of where they were here in developing a whole a whole system to get slaves from the East Coast and down to through the South. Yeah, that's really where they, they made their name was transporting slaves. Yeah. And uh, in, in terms of the uh, the book itself, Nan, how does this help uh, expand how we teach about slavery in the classroom? Well, I tend to think that a lot of students think that slavery was this one weird thing that happened in American history, this one horrible thing that really wasn't, it was like an aberration, uh, that our American history was largely about progress and equality, but there was this one block that existed, and it doesn't exist anymore. And that's what they tend to think. But instead, I think Rothman really opens up the reality that this was mainstream business practice. Uh, the, the trade in slaves was bigger industry than railroads, bigger industry than almost any other. It was really a backbone of the American economy for a long time. And so he you know, wants to make the point that this isn't just some weird thing that's over with now, but that this really is very much an integral part of American history and that we need to face it head on. 
Yeah, and a big part of, of many parts of American history. So we're not just talking about... So in the book, he's talking about economics. Mm -hmm. He's talking about really the, the entire development of the American system of business mm -hmm. was uh, based largely uh, on slavery, slavery, or slavery had a huge impact on it. Um, yeah, and how about the community, man? How do you think that um, books like this can, can expand what people... Because we've had kind of an interesting reaction from people that didn't even know that they lived uh, in an area where this guy lived. Um, tell me about that. Well, some people didn't know, but some people were keenly aware. Yeah. And that there were questions about um, the, the name of Fairview Plantation and, and uh, that there are streets named after these slave owners. And so this has been an issue of contention for some people in the community, but many really weren't aware of it because they weren't aware of this history. And so it does ask us to, to really face clearly that this it wasn't that long ago uh, that this was the backbone of the economy and the culture of the time, and that um, the vestiges of that still exist. And we need to come to terms with that. Yeah, and, and it's not necessarily, um, I think, nearly anything having to do with slavery is, of course, negative, but in terms of, um, you know, uh, reacting to people here in the local community, it's just to have a better understanding of who these guys were and what this was, because what's interesting, he made his money, Isaac Franklin, uh, when they shut slavery down from slaves coming to the United States, his real money was coming when they, they made it be just within the United States, mm -hmm. and he did quite well. I mean, we say in our news release, he's... <laughs> One of the most successful slave traders, if there is, uh, you know, such a thing, if you can call them that. Um, so, how much do you think that students already know about slavery that they're taught in schools, and why do you think? Um, how do you think this book can kind of expand their knowledge? Well, I, I think that that certainly, uh, certainly, we're taught about the Civil War, right, and we're taught about the horrors of slavery mm -hmm. to some degree. Um, I don't think that that students today know how may how sort of commonplace slavery was, how, how much a part of life it was, mm -hmm. and how respectable the, uh, the individuals who profited off of it could be within, within our community. Yeah. Um, so I think that may be one thing. And then, uh, is slavery still an underlying issue in society today? Well, we're still seeing the after effects of it. I mean, there are issues of uh, generational wealth, that, that is, there's a great disparity among the races. We still see patterns of housing discrimination, which contributes to that. Um, we've got sort of an erasure of history, which allows people to, to imagine that any problems we have today are new problems and not really the outgrowth of what came before. And so we're still, as a country, still grappling with that racial history. And I think until we actually look at it clearly and understand how central it was to the culture, to the economy, how important it was, I think it'll be really difficult for us to eventually really understand it and move past it. Yeah, and this event should be a really good way for people to get uh, uh, some information. It's really the first time that Mr. Rothman has appeared uh, personally, in person here in Sumner County, which makes it kind of interesting. And um, he's not a local author, so it's just kind of interesting. And when you guys stumbled upon this book, you realized that this was all local history, um, which is pretty interesting. Well, everyone's invited to this presentation. It's during the day. It's free. Our primary audience is, of course, our students, but we welcome people from the community to attend. Uh, Joshua Rothman will be speaking on Wednesday, March 23rd at 11.15 a.m. at Caudill Hall on the Ball State campus here in Gallatin. Um, there will be a book signing prior to the presentation, so if you want to arrive uh, earlier, you'll be able to get a signed copy of the book. Uh, the event is free and open to everyone. It will also be streamed on Zoom, and you can visit our webpage and scroll down to events for a link for that at volstate.edu. That's volstate.edu. And the event is 
sponsored by the Vol State Reconciliation Committee, Vol State Diversity Committee, the Office of Diversity and Inclusion, the Student Government Association, the Black Student Association, and the Vol State Chapter of Thai Theta Kappa Honor Society. Well, up next, how relevant are English clashes in the age of big technology? As you can tell, I'm baiting our faculty members a bit, but I have, but they have a pretty good answer. We'll be back with that in a moment. You're listening to the Vol State Chat here on Vol State Radio WVCP-FM. <laughs> 